0: My name is Jordan. At the age of 16, I was diagnosed with a myriad of mental health challenges. I've spent thousands of hours with psychiatrists, therapists, doctors, counselors, and many, many more other mental health professionals. And with that, of course, comes with uh, me trying just about every combination of medication that exists. I've studied dozens of self-help regimes, practices, and techniques and implement them to the best of my ability in my daily life. The psyche of the modern man has been shaped to turn a blind eye to mental health, introspection, and physical health. Dozens of statistics and studies show very hard concrete evidence of this trend. It's time for that to change. We will be focusing on a wide range of topics from money to intimacy issues, anger to pleasure, self-talk to charity, and many, many more. I welcome any and all listeners to join us, whether you are a man, woman, or non-binary individual. Listen, I understand that men have dominated just about every facet of life for thousands of years. But an awakening is beginning to occur in men and culture. With this awakening, men now more than ever need patience and help to undo thousands of years of conditioning so that we can make this world a safer, kinder, and more loving place to live for everyone. Now let's get to the topic at hand this week, your social battery. As always, let's start with a quote. And well, I at least tried to find a quote, but what's interesting is when you search Google for uh, social battery, uh, you, you like enter that weird Google no man's land where there's only like a handful of worthy results before it just like dissolves into this like half ass Pinterest posts with like quotes and stuff, which is kind of striking to me. Like in the modern world with the shotgun blast of media we constantly consume and the incessant connectivity we have to everyone we know and the omnipresent social pressure to be like the cool guy, we hear very little talk of just being sick of all of it. And that's by design, I would think, in my opinion. To be healthy is to be a socialite, to mingle, you know, bump elbows, show off them dance moves, right? Not really. So what is your social battery? Well, first of all, this is not about whether you are an introvert or an extrovert. This has nothing to do with being shy or verbose. This also has nothing to do with how independent of a person you are. With that said, the only concise definition I could find was, of course, on Urban Dictionary, which, in the parlance of our time, uh, typically outlines the most accurate nomenclature, Mr. Lebowski. And so the user re refried beans wrote. <laughs> A phrase used to describe a person's tolerance of being around other people. The lower the social battery, the less patience or tolerance one has for others. So the long and the short is how much you can deal with interacting with people. I want to stress that interactions can be anything from like a best friend that you absolutely love, simply wanting to get coffee, To like that girl from sophomore year biology that wants to get together and like sell you essential oils. So it can be a good thing, but it can also be bad. It can be drama. It can be laughter. It can be anything. The point is that there's only so much interaction with others we can all take. For some, that's quite a bit. For others, it's not so much or none at all. And it can change from day to day, too. Let's talk about the stigma of recharging your social battery. Imagine you're at a small dinner party with folks that you genuinely enjoy spending time with. But today, you're just not really digging it. There doesn't seem to be anything in particular, but like the magic isn't there. Maybe it's because you're tired or you're notice that you're getting annoyed at the small things, you feel frustrated by stupid stuff. We've all been in this scenario, and you feel squeezed, like you want to get out. But you can't just, like, leave, right? What will they think? Do you lie to them? Do you just sneak out? And then the anxiety kicks in. I wish I just stayed home. I don't want people to think I don't like them. What if they don't invite me? Again, 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 okay stop all this stems from the stigma behind taking care of yourself before others remember when the oxygen mask falls from the overhead compartment it's imperative you ensure your brain gets oxygen first before you can help others we're taught if we don't want to be the bell of the ball or the master's ceremonies the center of attention we're not as confident, right? And with those, if you can find that within yourself to be the bell of the ball the master ceremonies, you have control over a situation. With that control, you're perceived to be more confident and strong and smart and clever and dare I say, more attractive. I mean, God forbid you stay home on a Friday night because you need some peace and quiet for yourself. What's wrong with you? Why aren't you out looking to get laid or slam some cocktails? Does that sound familiar? It's because we've all heard it, or we've all thought it, or we've all felt it. What's wrong with you? Why are you a loner? Why do you why do you need to be alone? Because people are fucking exhausting. Your grandmother, your college buddy, your wife, your coworker, your kids, your father, your, 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 your. They are all exhausting. Interacting with other people is draining. It doesn't matter how much you love the other person or how much patience you have for the other person, you need time apart. And this is a good thing. I would argue that if there is someone in your life that you could spend every waking moment with in pure bliss, you may need to reevaluate some boundaries. Which is to say, if you see someone as perfect and unopposing always, you may be too forgiving or unwilling to speak your mind. I can't speak for everyone, but I will say that love is understanding and forgiving someone for doing those small things that just get under your skin. But thinking that love is that the other person can do no wrong sounds a bit like Stockholm syndrome. Okay, so you went to an event, right? And you feel drained. So how do we recharge our social battery? Well, first, before we even went to the event, we need to understand the bandwidth of our social battery. And as I mentioned, it may sway from day to day, but more times than not, it's pretty stable. Some folks have huge social batteries. They hang out with people almost every day. They revel in the nonstop social life that they build. Others may only want to spend time socializing once a month or less. They are perfectly content going weeks without calling up a buddy or meeting for coffee. Personally, I find myself somewhere in between. I like to go out once, maybe twice a week with buddies. Beyond that, like put me in a half-lit room alone where I can like write or play video games or watch shitty YouTube. Just be alone. Second. Stop thinking it's a requirement for you to always be available. That's like a problem with our current modern world and technology. We are always connected. Unless you choose not to be. We need to express with honesty to others and let them know you need some time for yourself. And that's something to be respected. If this honesty isn't respected... That's all the more reason to take time for yourself. Listen, at the time this episode is released, it's the holidays and they are here. And this is a prime example. I don't think I've left a family function without the need to be alone afterwards. Not to say that my family isn't awesome. They are. But being around that much energy and fervor it sucks your social battery dry. Third is we need to have a plan. If I know I have plans coming up that are going to be a huge drain on my social battery, I put aside the day after just to be alone. And by that I mean I just don't agree to do anything before that day. And if I wake up that day and my buddies want to go grab breakfast and I'm up for it, I can say yes. Or no, if not. But the point is that my only obligation I've guaranteed is to myself. I want to stress here that if you made plans and you're not up for them, just be honest and say that you aren't up for them. Don't make this a practice, which is to say, try and be wise to the plans you agree to. Be a little bit more selective when you say yes. Try and not have to say no the day of, but don't hesitate if it's in your best mental health to do so. And so now that we understand the bandwidth of our social battery and that it's okay to not be available and that we should have a plan to recharge afterwards, how do we recharge For me, I need two kinds of recharging. One is longer term. The other is more in the moment. I I think of it as kind of a medical treatment. One is like a quick bandage to get you through the rest of the event, and the other is like a cast you need to put on that truly heals you. Let's talk about the quick one first. Put simply, getting some air. When I'm at a party, I often try and find a place I can escape to, whether that's the bathroom to stand for a bit and wash my face, sit down quietly, or outside if I can actually be alone. Depending on the intensity and the length of the event, I could do this quite a few times over the course of a night. This helps me freshen up. It gives me the energy to talk about astrology with a cute girl or some football home run statistics with a dude or whatever we need to understand that in social settings your mind is doing backflips trying to make connections remember things speak and listen and solve problems etc it's okay to feel exhausted you are doing a lot of work during social events so the event's over it's the next day What's the longer term recharge? One word, sweatpants. <laughs> I had to look up to make sure that sweatpants is just a single word, which it is. I want you to think, what do you wear to a formal wedding? What do you wear to an important meeting? What do you wear when you go apply for a loan? These all have a, a culturally appropriate uniform, right? Uh, Suit, a tie, some slacks, stuff like that. I want you to think about how your psyche changes when you put on a suit. Do you feel more confident, more dapper, more in control? You're like Batman. You put on the suit and you become another man. A 2012 study coined the term enclosed cognition. They had a population of folks that were put into a doctor's white lab coat, and they were more likely to notice small details. What's even more interesting is in this study, they used the same exact white lab coat and denoted it as a painter's coat in one experiment and a doctor's coat in the other. Only the doctor's coat garnered this effect. Now, with that understanding let's apply it to recharging your social battery dress the part which is to say if hanging out on the couch and watching the lord of the rings trilogy is how you can recharge you better damn sure make sure you're wearing something comfortable right sweatpants is recharging your battery baking all day sweatpants is recharging your battery organizing and cleaning the garage boom Sweatpants. What I mean by all this is by putting yourself into a uniform, one that denotes, I don't have to impress anyone because today is about me recharging. We're dressing the part. We're wearing the uniform. And in the event that you need to venture out into the world, you can groan, pop on some jeans, and do what needs to be done. But the act of changing the uniform and putting on the uniform helps us delineate our intent for that time. So, to summarize, people are fucking exhausting. And wanting to be alone for a bit is imperative to our successful interaction in the future. We need to take time for ourselves. Free of guilt and free of the fear of missing out. Say no when you need to and don't overpromise when making plans. If you find yourself loathing interaction with others or being drained from social events, it's time to spend some time alone and recharge. Probably in some sweatpants. Hanes, maybe through the loom. I don't know. Either one of them can hit me up. Let's get the deal going. I'm a purveyor of that dad outfit. You got gray sweatpants on. You got gray zip up. You know, you got some slippers on. Mowing the lawn, you know. All right. With all that, uh, I want to thank all of you. Please follow, like, and share this with others. Please engage and follow me on Instagram at male mental health space podcast spread any of the words I've quoted or rambled on about with anyone that needs to hear it. All I can continue to do is to put out the best content I can. But I need your help to spread the word. I'll keep saying it. This is on us. Let's be the best soul, body, and mind we can be. Being a man, come second. Thank you.